Welcome to the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast. This is level 16, the senior edition. Corey <laughs> and Kenny were unable to make it because their daycare would not let them out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get right into the meat of the show. We're going to start off with the proclamation point. Sorry, L, I'm taking away your fire on that one. So we're going to get into our milestones because we do have a special guest today. And I'll get into that after the proclamation point. Because all we have here tonight is uh, myself and matrarch and elliot did i say your name right this time michelle did i get it this is you know things get better with age and yeah. clearly i guess kenny has to you know age up a little bit before he can pronounce my name correctly you did you did great ryan okay, good fantastic yeah. fantastic and then i well i might as well get into it we do have a guest here sasha morning is on the show this week so welcome hello so sasha that, hello how's everybody doing today we're doing i think we're doing we're, good yeah we're good the children are the children are stuck underneath the babysitter, so we're good. There's going to be a lot of you know cane shaking and all that today, yeah. so I'm looking forward to it. Get off my lawn! <laughs> as long as they get off my lawn, yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> all right, I'll get back into the meat of it. The uh, proclamation point. Uh, so we got a few milestones this week. Uh, first off, Chin Doctor has won 19,500 achievements, and he is also now in the top 10 of the Australia Gamer Score leaderboard. Way to go, Which Chin. That, that actually surprised me. I thought he'd be higher than that, but I suppose Drew is there, and he's like fifth or sixth in the world. Yeah. Um, I, I think yeah. his okay. history is a little shorter, too, right? Chin yeah. hasn't been playing for quite so long as some of the other guys that are ranked at the yeah, top he, there. He's he's just made a lot of progress recently, so yeah, that's he's great. Still a, he's still a young buck, so he can stay up till, for like 36 hours <laughs> in a row. Exactly. Um, I officially, myself, Mighty Mango, has played 3,100 games. I did that with uh, Just Dance 2019. Awesome. Which is fantastic. Yay. Oh, what a great uh, choice. Matism has hit uh, 850,000 in TA. Way to Big go, Al, Mr. Elliot, Hi. has played 700 games. Ooh. Congratulations. And there, what junior. was your 700th game? That was Doodle God Crime City. Ooh. Whoa, what a choice. That's fantastic. Uh, we yeah. Play, we play such gems here on this podcast. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Sasha Morian, our guest, is on a 500-day achievement streak. It's probably, what, 501 now? 502? That is a 500 achievements, not... 500-day like, achievements, are, sorry. <laughs> oh, then, okay. Oh, oh, man. Oh, I pulled a food. Oh. And uh, <laughs> 645 completed games. Uh, That's amazing. Which is good. That's <laughs> against how... Do, do you happen to know against how many total games on your tag? Yeah, I have... 1523 right now. Wow. You're taking away all my research from later. Oh, okay. Uh, It'll okay. still get introduced Shh. later. Quiet. All right. Carnage is on a five-year achievement win streak, so that's pretty damn impressive. Way to go, Carnage. That is damn impressive. Yeah. Freem Hall has reached... Yeah, I don't know how they do it. Freem Hall, who won't be listening <laughs> to this, but if in case he does, he's reached 400,000 TA, so congratulations there, Freem. Kronos has reached 250,000 gamer score, so... 
half or a quarter of way to a million there, Kronos. And two and a half hoofs. Very nice. Two and a half hoofs. <laughs> and we'll just put it in uh, foof scale. Two and a half hoofs. <laughs> <laughs> Chewy on Ice has amassed, amassed 13,000 achievements, which is a pretty darn good high number. Definitely a record for a Wookiee. So good for yes. him. Uh, we'll get into General 10 Start. He actually has three milestones. He started listening to our podcast recently, so we'll get him under a few things. He is now number one on the U.S. Gamer Score leaderboard for real football games, a.k.a. soccer. So <laughs> nicely uh, done, though. He's that's, also that's reached one point one million TA, which is a ton, and then yes. also six hundred fifty thousand gamer score. And I know so, how he did all this because his wife is out of town, so he was able to play. <laughs> <a bunch of> games. <laughs> so that's a that's a pretty solid ratio he's sporting for yeah. uh, for one. A lot of the folks that are up there in the real high. Uh, TA score figures also have really high gamer score figures because they're playing a lot of this easy 1K stuff. But that's that's he's played some uh, difficult to complete games or 47 versions of Minecraft. Uh, he's done all the versions oh. of Minecraft, but he also has done a lot of grindy, <laughs> grindy mm-hmm. games. So now, if he's a general, what title is his wife? Uh, oh princess. Just say boss. <laughs> boss. Yeah, boss. Chief. It's always boss. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll get a couple more milestones here in the proclamation point. Uh, Elroy OMJ has reached uh, 12,750 achievements. Love that. Is, guy. That, is that 660 completions? Oh, no, I don't even know what that is. What is that? <laughs> uh, I think it's 660,000 TA, TA score. That's what ah, that is. Okay. Congratulations. I, I looked the other day, and Elroy and El are neck and neck right now for true achievement score in terms of like my personal, my, my friends leaderboard so uh it, i know that elroy's gamer score is like 648,000 mm-hmm. <laughs> uh but still very impressive um we got x the hero has completed 500 games so very awesome. cool and then uh lastly in our proclamation point milestones redemption denied has reached a new milestone of three million one hundred ten thousand true achievement score jeez that's at that awesome. number, it sounds more like you're reading the final tote board during a pledge drive <laughs> yeah. than like, reading a score. Yeah, it's crazy. It's going to drop this year. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> one million. All right, we'll get into a couple of the uh, other contests that are still going around. A little recap. Uh, the GTASC, which is still going on. Uh, we have a few individual survivors left. Elroy OMJ, because he has a lot of easy games that he can still play. Apparently, <laughs> you know that he's making his students do a lot of the gaming for him. Mm-hmm. That one. <laughs> X X the hero is still in there, and then obviously Redemption Denied is in there, both under single player uh, survivals and as well as team under the Eat Sleep Compete Repeat <laughs> Eat Sleep Complete Repeat team uh, with Shmirov. So, no surprise that. He was actually looking forward to really pushing hard in the GTAS this year, so I'm not surprised by that at all. Yeah, I remember Redemption does a uh, beast it up at the end of that. What was it two years ago? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The last that last week he uh, he was kind of a he was on fire. Was it not last year? Was it, was I it think it was last year. year. And, no, it wasn't. It wasn't last no? year. It was at least okay. two years ago. At least. Two I think it was. Two, I think it was two or three. He's always beast mode. Yeah, well, he's, he's always beast mode, but. Yeah, and we're at the point now in GTAS where there's. Uh, 26 individuals left uh so i'm really getting down i I don't remember how many people it started with but uh it's 
it yeah, is a credit to those gamers so. who have made it this far uh, in terms of just time and making sure they've held on to games that will be helpful to them at this point uh, using bonuses or not using bonuses so they can continue to survive from week to week um, just looking here real quick and it looks like in the first week there were so many people that my surface is having a very hard time loading up the number uh, 2,102 people started uh, this marathon that is G-Task because it takes many, many weeks, and we're down to 26. So great job for those guys. Yeah. On the team side, it's it's less than 20 at this point. So it's it's really impressive, and congratulations to those guys, yeah. and we'll definitely be keeping tabs on it as uh, we get to the closing weeks of yeah, G-Task. Yeah, which is, which is coming, coming up quick. And then uh, finally, uh, for contest stuff, uh, we have UHH. Uh, Matthias Anderson defeated uh, Buffalo of Lies twenty to four, so he must be stacking and up those games pretty good for the for the contest as in previous years. Has, have He's people losing their minds again over his no, strategy? I think, I think it's okay. Okay, and then uh, you're now in the finals fifty and Silver Elite. I'm going to call him Silver one three three seven. Uh, the he'll be facing one of those two. Irod currently win, leads nineteen to ten or nineteen to eleven. But uh, stranger things have happened. He needs to beat Halo Five on Legendary for number twenty. So that's not an easy one to do. So uh, without that, I'm going to turn over to L here. He can get into the interview session with Sasha Morning. Hi, Sasha. Hi, L. How are you, bud? I live in the dream. How about you? <laughs> Living the dream, indeed. All right. Well, that was so. a wonderful interview. Thank you so much for joining us, <laughs> Sasha. Pleasure having I'm you. I'm going to bed. <laughs> it is the old timers edition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just starting. I just woke up. So to go back to what Michelle was talking about earlier, I did some research. Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> Sasha Morning so does have six hundred. Does research? Wait, what? Who? Jeez. Where? What? People around here do research. I think that's actually what uh, Michelle and I both do is research. Yeah, yeah. I just read numbers <laughs> from TA. Oh, okay. So you are at 645 completions with 1,523 games started with a 62.4 yeah. completion percentage. Yeah, only half as many as Mango. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, can't, I can't keep up with that. Mango lives in a mansion for a reason. So <laughs> you have 830,000 gamer score. So you're on the road to a million. Um. Maybe someday I'll get there. Maybe it's been a, it's been a it's been a the past two years have been uh, kind of amped it up a bit, but uh, yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, we'll speaking of which, you got how many completions today? Like five? Uh, today, I don't know how many was. A few. I got a few today. You got a few. I'm just cleaning up. Yeah. How many did I got? You're, you're the one who did the research. You tell me. How many did I got? You do your own research because after oh, each one of your I'm completions, you pulled up right now at six hundred forty-five. I guess I got three today, two yesterday, and uh, one the day before. So. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So you games. you tend to keep track of your own completions on the TA feed. And my first question is, did you come up with that, or did someone else come up with that? Because I see a good four or five people doing that same thing. I don't know. I I, I don't know who started that. I, I know people have done that, but I uh, I. Uh, just, I, I guess I guess uh, a couple years ago I was thinking about it. I don't know. I just looking at it myself. It's more like my own kind of thing. 
Well, one of the names Just that L thought of was Isred, but he's a copycat, so there's no way he did it. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've seen uh, Jessie doing it as well. She counts those uh, completions on the year. Yes. And uh, uh, Chip I- is like a 10-year-old version of Sasha, so he's got a copy <laughs> of that also. Ooh, oh, what? Boy. I'm going to tell you you said that, man. I'm telling. Yeah. Well. So just... Uh, uh, just to answer the question that was posed earlier, in the last couple of days, uh, Sasha, you've completed the food run, the food Abzu, run. Age of Empires Definitive Edition, uh, Dying Reborn, Valiant Hearts the Great War, the Xbox 360 version, and Hellblade. So that's uh, yeah, six some heavy hitters there. Completion. Some of them are real games. Ago. Yeah, Hellblade's a good game. Yeah, Hellblade that's what is I hear. a Hellblade is a damn good game. I think if if my uh, if my PC could handle, I'd probably do the stack. On that one, because that is, I can't, I can't, uh, I, can't uh, I can't talk enough about that game. That was amazing, and it must be played with headphones. Yeah, headphones. you have to you play, have with, to play with headphones. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it because the the sound quality is that dynamic, or is it that like you'll miss things? Is the soundtrack really good? Like, what what um, is it about the sound that requires headphones? Well, they they used a um, the way it's made is that uh, I don't want to give anything away, but I guess you know it says on the splash screen, you know, this is this game about psychosis, right? And um, a lot of it has to do with like the voices in your head, and when you're listening to it with headphones, you're really hearing like right, they're right next to your they're right next to your mm-hmm. head. You're right next. Are they behind you? The way you know the 3D sound. It, uh, so you're playing this. You're you're focused on what you're you're watching, but you're hearing the voices. Yeah, I, you and you I highly to. recommend playing that game in a dark room with headphones on. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. And it's it's strange for because I actually um I usually play with the sound off. It's just uh have it over many years I play with sound off. And that's one of those that uh you have to have the sound for that game. And these headphones. So Yep. And uh what else did I play in there? I did uh Valiant Hearts, you know, um, I made a point of that. I, I played the uh, the original year, years ago. I know that when it came out in, uh, it was um, Ubisoft uh, Montpellier, yes, and it came out in uh, 2014. Wee oui, wee, oui. which was the 100th anniversary of obviously the beginning of the Great War. And uh, so when it rolled around, I realized I hadn't actually played the 360 version. It's been sitting on my on my console <coughs> forever, but I hadn't played it. But uh, you know, so on November 11th. Uh, 2018, I decided on 100th anniversary of, of uh, Armistice Day, I would go ahead and, and play through that one. Nice. So I figured that was appropriate. And if anyone out there has not played Valiant Hearts, it is an amazing game. It is a great story. It is a great experience. And it teaches a lot about uh, about World War One. And uh, Hey, Mango, weren't you at World War One? No, I'm not quite that old. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, one of the cool things in Valiant Hearts was they had actually asked individuals who had personal uh, effects from the war to either send scans or images and that's what they used to create the uh, collectibles in the game so everything is steeped in historical accuracy from that part so the collectibles even though they are collectibles and and collectibles can be annoying uh, they're actually really informative which I thought was very very cool about Valiant Hearts yeah I agree yeah they are and also, I mean, you know, for those about, those out there with uh, who are collectible averse, um, you are able to go back to chapter select on the right. So it's not it's not tedious. Yeah, and there's there's a great uh, walkthrough on TA too for that game. I really like games that are historical in that context. It kind of like you know, give you an idea of what it was like back, uh, 
in the, in, the, in those time periods, right? As opposed to just kind of like a, uh, I don't know, Call of Duty. You know, this is World War II from the Call of Duty point of view. I mean, um, mm-hmm. I don't know if has anyone played uh, the the Iranian Revolution game? What was that? Nine, oh, called? the nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, I'm Black curious about Friday. that. Has anyone played that yet? Um, not yet. No. no. Okay. No, I've not played it yet either. If, I'm just curious to see if uh, if anyone try that because it looks kind of like the same idea, you know, kind of giving the context of of what that was back then. Yeah, well, a little bit uh, that I've heard about it is that the game is uh, it, it is similar in that regard that it it takes a point in history and and uh, it had some controversy about it because mm-hmm. th- there were people who objected to how that history was presented. Uh, but the mm-hmm. game is shorter and it obviously covers a much more narrow scope than the world war one uh but i i have heard it is good it at what it's aiming to do so it might be worth yeah. checking out i'll check it out eventually it's on my list all right now speaking of lists so how many games have you completed so far <sighs> this year this year i think it's 80 okay i'm at 80 so i'm, I'm just curious because obviously these completions kind of come really quickly uh especially now with xbox one uh, of your completions over the past year, are there any standouts? Could you pick one or two that were like, these were not, maybe I just played them to be the easy gamer score, but I really wound oh, up enjoying yeah. them? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, the biggest one for me was I finally finished uh, after, I think it was, I think it was almost exactly six years to the day, uh, Fight Night Champion. I finally finished Ooh, the nice Bad Boy. Yeah, I was I was uh I was pretty happy. I've had this one achievement forever that I just it was ticking me off. It was that uh stand up four times. Uh, will they believe you? That was my nemesis for years. I just kept going back and then of course there was a 360 game. And I mean it's such the controls are so twitchy on that one. You have to it, the timing has to be exactly right. So, you know, having a having a a television that, you know, I had to go back and pull out my old CRT and I was using that to try and make sure that, that so Finishing that was very, I was very happy about that one. Um, what else have I finished this year? I don't know. I, mean, I play lots of stuff. I play, I play a lot of indie games. And uh, not just because, I mean, people say, oh, they're easy. But um, they're, first of all, not all of them are. But uh, I just think that they're, I don't like, the, I'm, I'm kind of tired of the cookie cutter uh, ones that the AAA titles tend to be. The uh, so-called AAA titles. So you know, I do play a lot of indies. What else have I finished this year? Um... All the versions of Minecraft that I had to redo. <laughs> <laughs> Which will, hey, you're probably going to do that next year too. <laughs> probably. Well, the 360 one should be. Finally, done now. the 360 should be over. Yeah, Flame in the Flood. That one. That's uh, that's one that I really enjoyed. Um, the survival games. I I really like survival games. So, um, but that one is a lot of fun. The uh, the whole mood of uh, Flame in the Flood. The whole uh, kind of reminds me of. Uh, Oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, was uh, it's a very cool game. Um, Lies of Astaroth, that that thing's finally done. Oh, I, hate, <laughs> I I gave up on oh. that game. I just, it made me so angry. Every update just ruined that game. They just kept on making yeah. it worse. Well, luckily, you know, they only added the achievements. They added, I think, the torment. I think actually, I think the torment was an update, but uh, I think for the most part, the achievements they added weren't terrible. It was just the one about collecting four hundred cards. Yeah, and not all four hundred. Those you don't know, and all four hundred of those are, are available um, at any one point. So you have to be collecting them over the course of like a year. 
It's just I kind of got screwed else. with the uh, the battle where you have to have only ten health hit points left or whatever less than ten to yep. win. Totally yep. screwed that one up. Yeah, it's uh, game was uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I enjoyed it for a long time, and then they added the dungeon and all the other stuff, and just kind of was like, I started getting kind of frustrated with it. It's grindy. It's grindy as I'll get out. So, it, uh, I think um, if I recall correctly, too, something else you had done with regard to your completions this year was once news came down about Telltale Games, you prioritized oh. the Telltale games that you had so how was that experience do you have any thoughts on telltale that you want to put out there as we're kind of easing into that topic oh telltale rest in peace right um, <laughs> yeah yeah i uh, you know i just blasted through all the telltale i have i still have to finish uh minecraft uh season mode season two story mode season two for the 360 i still have to finish that one I'll eventually get. Up. I think I've. I think I've all the rest of the Telltale's done, mm-hmm. except for that one, and obviously the um, the uh, Walking Dead final season, which, by the way, you know, I um, <laughs> it, it couldn't have been more perfect. Right at the end of the uh, the second episode, uh, there's a shot where she says, um, "Where Clementine's look at this and says, see you when I see you.'" I'm like, wow, that's just so prescient right there. Oh see boy. you when I see you. <laughs> so I actually, I actually took that. Uh, I actually did a, a capture, and that's my uh, that's my Xbox background right now. Oh so boy, <laughs> see you when I see you. Um, but uh, any other standout titles besides The Walking Deads? As far as Telltale goes, yes. Um, I think Wolf Among Us is is probably that one and Tales from, uh, from Borderlands. Borderlands are probably my favorite ones. <laughs> those two. Yeah, I like Tales. I did not like uh, the Game of Thrones one. That one just annoyed oh, me. No. It was longer. It was six episodes, and it was slow. I wanted to kill every character in that game. <laughs> <laughs> so you're basically George R. R. Martin. Yeah, I really wanted to. No no character yeah. is safe. <laughs> you know, I, I was talking to someone about that. Um, when when eventually when did Telltale finally you know take the nosedive? And and that was it right there. It was it was Game of Thrones and. Tales from the Borderlands came out within a week of each other, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I don't want to second guess anyone. You know, people are you know much more business oriented than I am. But when you when you are trying to when you're building a company, and you're launching two games within a week of each other, and you're competing with each other basically, um, that that that's not how you that's not how it works. So you know, they were obviously doing too much at once, and I think it finally caught up with them. So yeah. Unfortunately, but, uh, I mean, unfortunately, do, do you have an opinion on uh, Walking Dead apparently being picked up to be completed by another company? I know you said the the see you when you see you is it sort of kind of works as a, a comma on the sentence right now. But what are you hoping to see uh, from the future of that particular franchise? Well, I think that I think that uh, Skybound picked that up, right? That, yeah, it's right. Kirkman's company. It's Kirkman's Right, so uh, right there, that uh, that was fantastic. I think it's the best. That is probably the best uh, possible. And we don't know what's going to happen. We have no idea what's going to happen uh, as far as that goes from here on. Um, but uh, but seeing Skybound pick that up is is a, is a positive thing. I mean, this will still. We're all expecting this to be Clementine's uh, hurrah, you know, last hurrah. Hopefully, not in the in the way that Lee went away. But uh, you know, we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. Lee! How that goes. 
it's funny what, you know, going back and playing through. I went through the whole collection again, and I'd gone through it three times already. I did the 360, I did the one, I did the, mm-hmm. uh, I did the uh, Windows 10. But actually going through it all at once, and just really having an appreciation, knowing knowing that this is the final season, and knowing that they already canceled those last two episodes, and feeling just actually a lot more mis- nostalgic uh, playing through those one more time. One more time. So, <laughs> all right. Quadruple stack. Quadruple stack. But, uh, yeah, we'll see how Skybound does with that. You know, I, I noticed. Uh, was it today? Thief of Thieves is also Skybound. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, looking forward to doing that too. It's on Game Pass, so that's uh, locked and loaded. All right. I could see uh, Kirkman maybe tune a tie-in, more direct tie-in with the show towards the end. Maybe just kind of. Maybe kind of continued story arc, twist off, spin off. I could see that kind of happening. Maybe. I I suspect that the story is already written. I suspect that really what they're doing is. I think that everything's written. I think it's just that they. Uh, yeah, because they already had they already had dates. I I have to believe that that uh, Telltale got smart after uh, botching Minecraft uh, season one. I have to believe that they got smart about that and actually wrote out the entire season before they uh, before they said, oh, there can be five episodes or <laughs> four yeah, episodes. Yeah. So I suspect that the, uh, the the seasons are already written and probably mostly finished. Um, so I think that that's probably that. Now whether whether Skybound decides to to go ahead and do something different uh, remains to be seen. You know, obviously it's it's now their call. But I I, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to change anything. I think it'll probably be the way it was intended originally. That's my own that's my own thought. I mean that that all makes sense. It- it's going to be an interesting thing to continue to watch develop in terms of the uh, engine they're using for the game and and will they try as, as the telltale games kind of grew up in the way we knew them they they would try little different things here and there mm-hmm. uh to see if if the goal now is to continue that sort of thing or really just get the story out there so that can be finished and um that will officially put an end to that chapter I, I just honestly believe it's it's gonna it's gonna look the same. I think I, I really think it's just a case of uh, cash flow. They couldn't mm-hmm. they couldn't uh, they didn't have the resources. I think it's, I think that what we see if and when uh, three and four come out, I think we're gonna see something that looks exactly like the, the first two. It's just that they have the resources to finish the game. Right. I, I'm not expecting any differences. So I agree. So <clears throat> we've kind of talked about your recent history. Uh, I, I know you've probably been asked questions like this before in other contexts, but you're clearly very into the gamer score thing, and, and you've always been a big help too when it comes to helping others get gamer score. Um, so what what got you into this? What what led you into approaching your gaming with uh, gamer score as a important component of it? Ah. Uh. <laughs> there, there are numbers. I, I'm a I'm a math person, you know. So it's statistics is that's my life. That's a good answer. So, yeah, that's you know that's my background. Um, well, that explains TA. Explains TA. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I ran into TA. I'm like, holy crap. There's there's that's my that's my place. Because uh, yeah, statistics is statistics are us. Because um, I do you know in in uh, in real life, you know, in my, in my fake life, in my in you know, in the the place where I live, I, I do a lot of statistical stuff. So. Mm-hmm. It just kind of it kind of called to me. Um, actually, you know, I didn't really I didn't really uh, focus so much on uh, 
<laughs> I actually didn't focus so much on on uh, gamer score and and stats though until I really ran into TA. Um, I was looking for a walkthrough for something and um, and I found entry achievements and I'm like, oh wow, look, I can track myself and that was a bad thing. So <laughs> uh, all of a sudden when I can start tracking myself and seeing the the little uh, you know the the I don't think they had graphs back then. They don't think they had graphs, but they had they had milestones and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> And there was a time when I was like, on, I remember, I was trying to get up to the top ten thousand people. I was like, oh, up to ten thousand, and I've gone a little bit above that now. Just a little <laughs> bit. I, just I, a little. Just. <laughs> a little. Well, I hit I hit top one hundred last year, and hmm. and then I immediately took some time off. But uh, yeah, I'm still out there. I just yeah. happened to look. Um, we both signed up for TA around the same time in two thousand and nine, so that's pretty interesting. Yep. I remember exactly where I was when I started TA. Actually, it was um, it was in San Antonio. I was doing a project out there, and I had some time to kill and have my Xbox with me, and I was looking for something. So I actually remember exactly where I was when I joined. <laughs> it was I, a banner day, and everybody wishes that I hadn't. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you've contributed a lot to TA. Um, you've done over a thousand solutions. I think is that correct? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I know I hit a thousand. I do know I hit a thousand. And you've done several walkthroughs as well. Not a thousand of them, but uh, no. No, there, there are few. people. Yeah, I've done a couple of them. Yeah, and we uh, we achievement hunters appreciate that. I tried doing uh, doing war games. I, I spent more time on war games over the past like because when war games came out, I, I tried doing that one, and I finally had to give up on that one. Uh, I posted in the in the in the forums. Best ideas on how to get those achievements, but honestly, I think the war games. Has anyone played war games? Yeah, yet? I have. No. Okay, no. It's 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 an interesting idea. I, I think that you will probably have uh, just about as much of a chance popping all of those achievements if you follow a guide as if you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I idled like 400 points out of it. Wow. Yep. Okay. I, there 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 are a few things you have to do, but um, but honestly. Uh, <laughs> It, the, the game is all uh, random number generator, and uh, mm. and so you know whether or not you get the achievement you're trying to get, I, I just didn't think that there was an appropriate walkthrough for that. So I posted my thoughts in the forums and just let it go. Yeah, because some people finish it really easy because they get the numbers to match up, as yep. you said, randomly generated. Other people, like myself, tried over and over <laughs> and over again, and yep. I just gave up because I couldn't get. I do the right things and wouldn't get the ending I needed. Yeah, and that's what that's what I told the walkthrough uh, supervisors. I said, you know, I, I I could I could basically come up with a, a guide, but there's that one episode with the coffee, uh, the coffee house, coffee shop, where <coughs> I don't know if anything was really it was it was a mess. And so I said, you know, I, I just don't feel like it's it's a it's a, I can write this to a level that's appropriate without <laughs> just raging at it. So I just said, you know, just take me off this one, and I did Planet of the Apes instead. So it's a good trade off. Well, I already had Planet of the Apes actually written. It was it was posted in the forums before before that got published too. Okay. So it was just a case of move here to there, and I think it was done in three hours. So. All right, I have one final question before we move on to some news just and one? things. Uh oh, here it comes. He's waiting. Gonna address the <laughs> elephant in the room. <laughs> elephant. Uh. Oh, you. Oh, this one, huh? Uh huh. That one. Go ahead. Well. Let's Speak several times on TA. A certain Sasha Morning has said he's retiring. Uh-huh. Uh, were you planning on 
leaving Xbox entirely or focusing more on playing for <clears throat> fun? What exactly happened what? there? <laughs> what is this fun of what you speak? I, I, uh, <laughs> I actually did uh, end up. I actually mm-hmm. did consider just walking away from Xbox for a while. It's, yeah, you know, out there in the gaming community, I'm sure we've all eventually run into something where it's like, you know, where is where does this where does this rate in my life? Mm-hmm. Where does this gaming, this 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 quest for achievements or you know trophies and PlayStation, you know, where does this where is this going? Is this uh, is this my life focus? And if so, is that healthy? And uh, so I had to put it away for a while. Um, unfortunately, I've had too much time on my hands. Is really as <laughs> I kind of got back into it. So I'm like, yeah. So I've had, I've been uh, kind of sitting around for a bit. Too I had too much time. So I'm like, huh, I'll go back and play some stuff. So that's where this flurry is coming from right now. I'm have a have a little bit of break in between things. So. Do you find that that the the sense of retiring from uh, gamer score or hunting is that is that a sort of a burnout response or is it, it like you said more like just a reflective thing like well I just I need to spend my time elsewhere right now. Well, when, in last uh, last fall when I when I said I was retiring, and I I, I think I I mean if you look at my stats, I I really did flatline for a while. Um, mm-hmm. I I didn't get a, I didn't get a, a completion until March. So I didn't even complete the first two months of the year. Um, I was really trying to step away. I was really trying to be, you know, separate. Um, and so it was more of a reflection thing that, uh, you know, I, I, th- my priorities, where are our priorities? And if, you're, if you're with someone who understands his priorities, and that, that's, a, that's a good thing. But if, uh, you know, it's, it doesn't really, if those priorities, the gaming doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, jive with, what else is going on? Then something's got to give. So mm-hmm. yeah, eventually, I might be in another position where uh, I really do actually have to step away, like for reals, yo. And uh, you know, if that happens, that happens, and I'll probably say, "Hey, I'm retiring," and everybody'll be like, "No, you're not." But but you know, I, I think I do. If we were to talk about the elephant in the room, I think we really do need to recognize something, and that that is that this can be an addiction. It, it totally can be an addiction. And uh, I can stop anytime. And um, I don't think enough is really. Just, I think I think that I think uh, you know. I actually had a <laughs> actually had a scholarly ish article. I was starting to write about about gaming addiction um, from the inside, you know. Um, and uh, because it's it's one of those things where um, you know it can consume and take over, and and uh, it can be destructive. And uh, something I think that we we don't really think about until all of a sudden we're in it. I mean, you know, people who I'm just gonna say it. You know, people who are alcoholics. I don't think that they start out to be alcoholics. I think they just uh, eventually they become them just from their habits. Exactly. And so you know, gaming really needs to be. It's it, like everything else in moderation. And so I think at one point last year I was like, you know, I'm I need to get away from this because it has interfered with way too much in my life. Um, and so I did step away for a while. And uh, and it, I it, it was okay for a while, and uh, I think I got back into it. But uh, I'm still a little bit more cautious than I used to be. This doesn't look like it, but I am. <laughs> I know it. I I know firsthand how destructive it can be. I don't think it was the reason for things that have happened in my life in the last year. But I look back at it and go, hmm, maybe, maybe. But, but it, it, it just it, it can sorry, be. Sorry. 
Yeah, I think gaming occupies kind of a weird pocket with regard to that. And I do think that the the gamer score element has more to do with the addictive part of it than just the gaming itself in some regards. Because when I talk to people at work or whatever else, and I hear them talking about like the hours of Netflix they're binging or TV shows they have to run home and see, or I've DVR'd 12 hours of this stuff and I sat and watched it all weekend. And nobody bats an eye at that. But if I say, well, I sat down for three hours and played video games. Oh, you gotta be careful. You gotta, you're oh, gonna become a couch potato. <laughs> and it's like, well, okay, yes, I am one. I'm not <laughs> denying that <laughs> particular part of it. Um, but I do find that my, my gaming and when it becomes a dangerous thing is like something like UHH. I was running home to jump on to play games to get the gamer score. It wasn't about just relaxing and playing a game, which I do most nights. But it, it was that element of it that made it more dangerous. Mm-hmm. And everything yeah. in moderation. You know, we, we like the metagame of, of going through and finding gamer score, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I think that's where it is more likely to potentially tip the line for people like us. I, I think there are people who are not into gamer score where there is also a legitimate gaming addiction and that expresses in things like spending hundreds of dollars on loot crates and things like that. So there are other ways. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think amongst our community, that's where the danger is where it's okay. When's the last time you sat down and played a game for fun? Right. <laughs> we, we have this conversation with ourselves a lot. What Never. Is fun of what you <laughs> exactly. Never. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there's a lot. I think that there's a lot right with that. Um, I think that the uh, the statistics for sure, and, and you're right, and you're right. There's 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 a stigma that uh, you're just playing games as opposed to you know, hey, we're going to DVR, uh, you know, America's Got Talent, <laughs> watch all those. Right. You watch, and, and watch, how many yeah. people Sunday is football day? There's the one o'clock uh-huh. slate. There's the four o'clock slate. There's the eight o'clock slate. Now you spent twelve yep. hours watching your television and eating chips. Well, yep. that's not really that much different than spending a whole Sunday afternoon playing games and eating Doritos, right? Like. That's it's exactly the same right. idea. Well, it's a little bit different. Doritos are better. Definitely. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, no, you're exactly right. Um, yes, and, yeah, you know, I, I told uh, you, Doritos are better. <laughs> and, you know, I think, I think uh touched on the, uh, the whole, you know, going back uh, to your competition, um, G-Task, I did that. Uh, I, I remember the reason I, I, I was thinking about Redemption two years ago, and I actually pulled up his... Uh, his uh, his uh, gaming stats, and I'm looking at his graph, and you have at the end of every year, there's that jump. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's saving up for that jump. I'm, I'm actually looking at this, huh? There's a, there's a, there's a pattern. Because um, he did do it last year, too. But I think it was two years ago, I, uh, I was with a group of my closest friends, and we, were, we made it to the last week as a team. Give him a shout out. And uh, oh, yeah, uh, Inigo Montoya 80, and uh, Christy, and uh, uh, Fighter Chip. Um, actually, can't remember their their exact gamer tags right now, but uh, yeah, the, those are three of my closest friends. And I'll shout out to, to C Nirvana as well. Yeah, honestly, you know, I I talk to him. I know my first name. I don't actually think of their gamer tags anymore. I just go, what what is that? Uh, Fighter X ninety three chip, uh, Christy oh eight eleven, and uh, Inigo Montoya eighty, and then C Nirvana is also one of my closest friends. But uh, that was a four person competition, so it was just the the four of us, and we made it to the last week. Uh, but we knew. We knew, we knew it was coming out there that last week, and we said, you know what, screw it. The the next to last week is going to be our Super Bowl. We're gonna we're gonna take that next to last week. We're gonna destroy it, and then it's like, you know what, our families need us back. <laughs> so, our families can have us back the last week. We are out, and I think we got a lot of crap for that. 
Uh, we got a lot of crap because it's like, well, you're just giving up. Like, no, no, we're not. We, we got here. We earned our spot here. But, but at some point, you got to realize we're not going to win. But at the same time, our families, we're getting up to the, to the holiday season, and our families uh, wanted us back. Well, that's, and so, so that's you a good mentioned thing. earlier that you were thinking about, like, there's like, you could write a paper on this, right? Gaming addiction and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm always fascinated by the psychology of going as hard as you can at a contest you know you have no chance of winning. Which is what happens every year with these gamer score competitions. Yep. Realistically, it's a very small subsection of people who have the access, the time, the ability to preload and think about them. Yep. They're always going to be the people at the top. There is no casual division that doesn't exist. And, nope. and when you say it exists, somebody joins with an alt tag where it's not really casual anymore. Yep. People That's game the exactly system. Right. So so the the psychology behind like you said, spending all year getting to that week in Thanksgiving and competing and competing and competing. I mean, it's 40 weeks, 48 weeks, however long it is. When you know there is no chance of you winning a sweatshirt, that's the prize, right? Like, it's it's really yeah. fascinating what we put ourselves through for this sort of stuff. Yeah, and something as far as gaming. I mean, yeah, there are people who do marathons the same way. I just want to finish the marathon. I want to, right. You know, and uh, want to make it to the end. I mean, but you I can't mean, make it to the end of these competitions. Because the only way to make it to the end is to win. Well, I mean, well, yes and no. I mean, you know, being from Philadelphia, you know, the whole Rocky story. You know, Rocky was all about <laughs> not not about yeah. I know. <laughs> Rocky was <laughs> anyone who remembers Rocky you know, from back in the but I mean, you know, anyone from Philly knows Rocky. Well, right? yeah, you have a statue. Of right. <laughs> yes, we do. Damn yes, movie we do. character. <laughs> and when and when the Vikings came to town, and the Vikings decided to dress Rocky up in uh, those garish Viking colors. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm not a Vikings that's, fan. That is exactly that's exactly what happened. I, I, when I saw that, I'm like, no, Rocky's gonna Rocky's gonna get ticked off, and he's not gonna, and that's what happened. But um, no, but I mean, Rocky. If people remember the first Rocky movie, wasn't about him winning. He never right. he never thought he had a right. chance. No one had ever actually stood in the ring with Apollo Creed, and, you know, all all the way through. No one had actually gone the distance. So Rocky, the first movie, was not about him winning the fight; it was about him making it and standing up the whole way through. And I think yeah, that's, the, it was the little guy standing up to the the big guy, and right. and remaining on his feet at the end of the at the match. He didn't care who won. I mean, he wanted to win, but it, you know, the end, the whole Adrian scene. But uh, the reality was, he just wanted to make sure that when that final bell rang, he was on his feet. And so going back to the gaming. Um, there's a lot to be said for just making it to that last week. I mean, Absolutely. Five that year, Absolutely. I don't know. I don't pay attention to it anymore. But uh, you know, to be one of those last five is a big deal. Sure. Uh, to be to be nominated for best uh, best actor or best actress in a you know in a movie, the, one of those five people, that's a big deal. Right. Um, I don't think I'll, I I don't want to say participation is is everything, but I mean to to be able to make it to that level where you're finally you know in that top group with those people. That's saying something, but true. Oh, let's look at the people we highlighted today, right? The the three folks within the community that are still participating, they're just about at the top one percent, not mm-hmm. quite there yet. But that that is something to hang your hat on, just about there. Um, yeah. So yeah, anyone I, at this I, part I mm-hmm. is anyone at this part is is my hat off to to do it, especially if you're doing it multiple years. It's that's uh, that's saying something. Yeah. So. Well, you guys yeah. have any other questions for Sasha? Um, no, I think I'm good. But speaking of hats off, I think uh, we're going to seg into discussion and we do have to kind of give a tip of the hat to some uh, to someone today and some news that broke this afternoon. Yeah, it, uh, uh, rest in peace uh, to Stan Lee, who uh, passed away at the 
the fine age of 95. So yeah, Stanley lived a very full life. Um, a lot of us are com- comic book and movie fans of his. Um, he really was one of the revolutionary comic book writers. Um, so, I, Josh, are you a comic book guy at all, or uh, not really so much comic? I mean, just kind of periphery. Um, mm-hmm. I know that that the uh, it's, I'll, I'll be straight. The uh, the movies really brought me back into a lot more than, uh, than anything else has. Uh, the uh, MCU for the past ten years. Uh, I've you know, been Stan Lee fan forever, but not really like a hardcore comic guy. Mm-hmm. But what he's done, I mean, just what he's done what his creations have done for so many people for the past so many years. He's, he's a legend. Yeah. He in really, so many ways. I, I do yeah. like his, uh, appearance in, um, mall rats. That was, rats. It was over 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, you did not just say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, it, it hits home here in Minnesota because that was filmed at a mall. That was a dead mall, which now is no longer a dead mall. So, but that was that yeah. long ago that he was in it. I mean, think about that. He was in his 70s when that role came out. Mm-hmm. His 70s. <laughs> well, that's one thing with, with Stan Lee. Um, thankfully, he had 95 very full good years. You know, there are lots of folks, they pass away whenever they do. But the last six, ten years, they've been fighting some illness or out of the public eye. He was still appearing in the films and still contributing in other ways, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, and hopefully we can all... Uh, hit that point in in our time at that age but i know um ryan and l you're both more comic book guys so for you guys this probably affects you in a different way i'm more in sasha's camp where like i just see how across everything there's so much an outpouring for stan lee and i i feel that way too but i i'm sure it hit you guys more so so if you guys want to take a minute and kind well, of well i, I won't say it really hit me because i figure i mean he's 95 and i've been reading articles about how people were screwing him out mm-hmm. of money and stuff like that and that was kind of sad uh, i don't know if you guys saw any of those things like someone was basically i mean it was almost kind of a case of stolen identity and then uh power of attorney issues and all sorts of bad stuff mm-hmm. and people trying to take advantage of him which is sad but yeah i mean stan lee was one of the guys that he was part of the comics that I liked, Amazing Spider-Man. I mean, that's one of the ones I still enjoy reading. I know L does too. Uh, the mm-hmm. the creative mind behind that is gone, and I yeah. feel like a lot of comics these days don't have as many, at least in the mainstream with Marvel and DC. I think a lot of original ideas are kind of missing. Where a lot of the kind of with same thing with Xbox Live. There's a lot of indie titles that are a lot more involved maybe have the the more creative mindset now where everybody else is like well stan did this so we need to kind of follow the lines of what he created so but he was a revolutionary writer i mean he did most of the writing he didn't do a lot of the drawing but uh he was good he was it's kind of sad what about you l actually this one hit me very hard uh over the last year or two we've lost several musicians and actors and and but this one, I have to say, I shed a tear at work today. And um, ever since I can remember, I was reading comics in the early '90s. So before all the the big movies hit and everything, I was reading comics back in my day when they were <laughs> a dollar. <laughs> but uh, and uh, my son and I have actually been reading through the old Marvel masterworks. 
Spider-Man 1 through 10. Nice. And we started reading those, and then, of course, uh, Steve Ditko, the original artist, died, and now Stan Lee. So it's great that yeah. we have all these things. Yeah, it's the, the, the gift that they gave us and that we continue to enjoy is pretty amazing. And yes, he, definitely, yeah. he his cameos are all amazing. <laughs> well, yeah, you 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 watch the Marvel movies, waiting to see where's Stan? Where's Stan? <laughs> My favorite, I think, was Deadpool. I won't say exactly <laughs> what it was, but I think that one was my favorite. You know, a lot's gonna be made about about the fact that he was ninety five or anything like that. But some little here's a fact that uh, I don't know if people knew. Uh, his wife died last year; she passed away. Mm-hmm. They'd been married for sixty nine years. Yeah, I mean. That's just uh, that's incredible. But he was uh, he's revolutionary, and uh, he'll be sorely missed. Uh, so uh, he'll know the ending to Avengers before the rest of us, right? So. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, so All right. So, well, that's uh, rest oh. in peace, Stanley. Let's move rest on to a peace. little bit better news um, to wrap up the uh, the podcast. We'll go into uh, well XO. 18 happened. Do you guys know that? The XO18 yeah. that I didn't know yep. anything about last time we recorded. <laughs> <laughs> you call yourself a gamer. I know. <laughs> so, we'll get into there's a lot of news coming out of XO18, like legitimate news, not a bunch of fluff and garbage. So, uh we'll just get right into it. So, one of the things uh, Microsoft has acquired both Obsidian Entertainment and In Exile Entertainment. Now, Obsidian, uh, one of the companies, they made Fallout New Vegas, mm-hmm. and then In Exile made uh, the Wasteland games, uh, which are actually very good games if you ever get a chance to go at them. Wasteland, yeah, yeah. old school, yeah, old school. This, this is uh, Microsoft picking up from where they left off at E3, where they had announced acquisitions of uh, Playground games and uh the studio behind we happy few and uh the studio behind hellblade right uh so they're ninja Ninja theory right so they're they're picking that up and before we recorded today we did a a little bit of research on uh the studios they acquired today and they have a history they both left they were both founded by developers who left interplay after the first fallout game so Mm -hmm. these studios have grown up separately but have worked with each other so um, acquiring the two of them was probably kind of a package deal. But just like with the E3 acquisitions, they're planning to give these studios autonomy to create whatever amazing games they have for us. I do not have a great history with Fallout New Vegas, mostly because I purchased it from a GameStop, opened the box six months later, and there was no game in there. But oh. um, <laughs> So I have not played it. But uh, these, these are big high-level acquisitions and hopefully they turn into big high-level first-party content for xbox owners which would be great we all need that Mm -hmm. speaking about first-party content and something that both uh cory and i wanted uh, to be in news is a crackdown 3 has a release date (laughs) yay Yay. february 15th 2019 which i'm sure will be postponed to february 14th 2020 but right now it's february 15th (laughs) 2019 so and speaking of Crackdown, if for some reason you don't have the original <laughs> Crackdown, it is available on the Microsoft Store for free until November 30th. Yes. And so it went if you've been living under a rock and not ever played that game, um, there you go. Are you guys excited for Crackdown? Yay! Actually having a date? I, I am. I, I, I played both <laughs> the, the original games. I yes, we've, 
Um, Michelle and I have actually completed both Crackdown 1 and 2 in co-op, so we are very excited as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it shows up now uh, if you have Game Pass. You know, download it. it shows up as Crackdown 3 Campaign, which I find interesting. I, I don't know if that's a hint of something else or whatever it is, but just, just that it, the tile is live and it's there. And it is coming to Game Pass as are all future first party Correct. Microsoft titles. Which uh, segues into... A game that's uh, coming to Game Pass actually today, which was uh, PUBG, is on Game Pass. Which, if you didn't already know, was actually it was a free-to-play weekend for that game, which kind of maybe got people preloading it and then, hey, look at that, it's (laughs) it's free now anyway on Game Pass. So, I actually played PUBG for the first time this last weekend, and I kind of enjoyed it. Sadly. Wow. (laughs) Now, have you played Fortnite? I have not played Fortnite. I've seen Fortnite being played in person, but I've not played Fortnite. Okay. I'm, I'm just curious for someone who has experience between the two. Well, uh, I will say in my very my second match of uh, PUBG, I got to seventh. Um, oh, and I, very nice. I got there with, and I got the achievement for not shooting anybody and getting into the top ten. So nice. Very nice. <laughs> so so I did an excellent job of camping. <laughs> It's funny you say that. Um, I uh, when I when I did PUBG, I'm like, ooh, I can get that. Uh, there was that glitch that you could get the uh, the one for winning the winner winner, winner chicken dinner mm-hmm. by doing the uh, the training. Yep. Really. Well, apparently when they did the uh, the free weekend, they patched that out. At the oh. same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I went in and waited 30 minutes, and they're like, oh, nothing popped. Oh, they patched it out. So, yeah. So, uh, what other news we got? We got uh, uh, the Windows Store is getting some improvements, which is good because it's terrible. Uh, I hate the Windows Store. <laughs> so, any any improvement would be better than any, than what it is. Uh, and this is kind of minor news. Hellblade, uh, the game we were talking about earlier, is actually getting mm-hmm. a physical edition, which I guess it shows that they want to get the game out there to people that don't necessarily have internet access, I'm guessing. Stack. Sure. Stack. But, Stack. And stack, stack, yeah. Hopefully, it's a stack. <laughs> um, it also is coming to Game Pass in December. So, if you guys, those that have not checked out Hellblade, it is fantastic. Um, as we both have said, uh, check that out. Um, more, or I'm going to get to some bigger news because some of these news I don't really care about. Kingdom Hearts having <laughs> Winnie the Pooh mini games. Who cares? <laughs> games never come out. Is that um, game actually going to ever come out? No. I, mean, I remember. I remember. No. It's, <laughs> I remember hearing about that. What was it? It's like five yeah, years. That's that's bullshit it's never coming out <laughs> maybe it's like a, a threes issue like yeah. how long did it take street fighter to finally get a third yeah officially a third yeah. and crackdown has been stuck at two portal half-life half-life two. Yeah. right half-life exactly. two, episode two <laughs> right so, I mean, maybe that's, that's it's just not coming what it, so what it is so the, for those that give a damn <laughs> winnie the pooh is going to be in it and there's gonna be mini games so oh boy Congratulations. <laughs> so when well, what's I did, the real important news, right? So well, I, I, well, well, I, would, I would say I would, I would consider this better news, not more important news, but um, the entire suite of Final Fantasy games are coming to the Xbox One. So I think that is a... And I'll call it the maybe the PlayStation suite. Would that make sense? Because you get Final Fantasy seven, nine. Well, it's not even the entire. So no. Oh, no. No, 8 is coming. What? So 8 is coming. That, so not 7, is- 9, 10... 10 2, right. 12. Eight's not coming though. Well, that news was announced before XO18. I think but the Final Fantasy news that was at XO18 was the 13. The 13 set. backwards compatibility. But it's, I think there was some yeah, question for sure if Final Fantasy is coming. There's a lot of talk. So I think they confirmed it. I yeah, think that's I, a good thing. 
it's exciting. I, I'm definitely... I, I am pumped in theory to have Final Fantasy VII with an achievement list. I, in reality, will not play it. But I think it's exciting that it's coming. Yeah, and and it's, it says 12 is coming in 2019, so that would be 2029 right. based on Square <laughs> release record. You know what I was excited for from XO18 was uh, Winter of Arcade. And I know, you know, it's uh, we get 100 titles a week now, but I loved the summer of, of arcades that they ran back in the day. I don't know exactly what the plan is insofar as the, the release schedule. So for those of you who don't remember Summer of Arcade, and if you guys remember better than I do, please chime in. But it was generally four or five games. And it was one game that came out per week. So games that came out during these promotions were things like Explosion Man, I remember, was one set. Elo Milo, I think, came out in a spring or, or summer or winter of arcade type deal. So it was one biggish braid braid yes braid definitely came out during that time i think i don't know if bastion was too but they were they were high okay so perfect so these were high level arcade games that were coming out uh over a four or five week stretch and they, they also ran some promotion that if you bought all the games you basically got a game free you you got back got microsoft it. points michelle right. Yes. <laughs> and each game was 800 Microsoft points. Or 1,200. So, or 1,200, so 10 or $15. And you got 800 yeah, Microsoft points back at the end. Yeah, I think if you bought three of them, you got something back. Okay. But, yeah. And yeah. I'm actually looking at this list right mm-hmm. now. And I'm actually looking at this. I'm sorry. No, go um, ahead. I'm actually looking at the list right now of the games. I'm like, wow, these are some classics here. Yeah, tell us some. Um, we got Braid, Cra- Castle Crashers. Um, from 08, uh, Braid, Castle Crashers. And then uh, Bio... Bionic Commando, Rearmed, oh, yes. mm-hmm. uh, Galical Legions, Geometry Wars uh, 2, was uh, that was the first year. And then the next year was Shadow Complex, and uh, Explosion Man, mm-hmm. Trials HD, uh, Marvel Capcom 2, TMNT, uh, Turtles in Time Reshelled. So these are some, some big ones. Castlevania was the next year, Limbo. That's a lot of games. Right. And they're big games, they're too. Good. The ones are from arcade, yeah. Right, so we don't know exactly how Winter of Arcade is going to be organized. Um, there was some note mentioned that players will get rewarded if they buy multiple games during mm. the promotion. Um, but whether or not it's... Because Arcade was very different then. There was one, maybe two games released once a week back in that time. And as I mentioned before, games are coming out all the time now. And no one will so, even play those classics anymore because they're only 200 gamer score. It's very isn't sad. Isn't that terrible? Yeah. This is what Winter of Arcade yeah. should be. It should be like the top <laughs> five games from Old Summer of Arcade remastered with a thousand all gamer right, score. There you go. Uh, that would be the way to do it. Drum up some sales. But that's that's exciting. I, I like to see the promotions they do and uh, just see what content is going to be included. So speaking and, of... Uh, content mm-hmm. no not necessarily content but uh things that are coming other announcements of things that are coming uh mouse and keyboard support are coming this week on mm-hmm. uh november 14th just in time for PUBG, right just in, well actually PUBG is yeah. not one of the games that's supported by it oh but, really but Fortnite is oh really interesting mm-hmm. interesting yeah so i can give you the list it's uh Before. bomber crew warface children of morta minion master daisy warframe which i understand warframe that would be another one that would be nice for Strange Brigade, Deep Rock Galactic, Warhammer Vermintide 2, another one that I could see mouse and keyboard would be nice. Mm-hmm. 
Moonlighter, Wargroove, Vigor, War Thunder, Exmorph Defense, and then Fortnite would be the Fortnite would obviously be the big one out of that whole list. Right. Right. And just so. the fact that it's it's available now and developers can create well, their content with that is I mean it's some it, I can't believe it has it's taken this long to get implemented. I mean the Xbox One is basically a PC. Right. But you got to put that in the yep. games. Um, do we want to go over the games that are being that were announced for uh, Game Pass as well? So I, I mean, yeah. I have Game Pass. Sasha, do you have Game Pass? I have Game Pass. Okay, I think we all have Game Pass in here, don't yes, we? Yes, we do. So as I said before, PUBG, um, Ori in the Blind Forest, and it looks like uh, from the list that I see, yeah, both of uh, Ori in the Blind Forest and Ori: The Will of the Wisps. So the two yep. Ori games are coming. Thief of Thieves season one, which we also kind of mentioned. Uh, Void Bastards. Hellblade, which we also talked about, The Good Life, Kingdom Two Crowns, After Charge, Supermarket Shriek, which that sounds amazing. I wonder, I wonder if it's like... <laughs> that's wonder, the I, game that's developed by the Her Majesty's spiffing folks. Yeah, that, I bet oh. you that'll be fantastic. Yeah. That's so the game I'm, Kingsman I'm wanted us to play in co-op, Michelle, and stream. Yeah, that's, it's really, it's apparently designed with co-op in mind. It's, wonder, that's is it going to be kind of like Overcooked? Maybe because you have to run around a supermarket and get things. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I I think at this point because I've already got a good feeling about the game just in terms of like the developer and and hearing stuff about co-op. I kind of want to go in completely blind. I don't want to know anything about it. When it hits Game Pass, I just want to go in there and maybe we'll stream a, a blind run of it. Yeah. What else we have? We got Mutant Year, Mutant Year Zero, Pathologic mm-hmm. Two, Secret Neighbor, which my kids have said that's a supposed to be a good game but i <laughs> don't know uh the good life and then this one is kind of funny agents of mayhem i'm oh. kind of surprised that agents one's coming to, to game pass yeah, yeah Ag- agents of fun <laughs> thanks Grandy. um rocker was telling me he's excited about mutant year zero because he said it's like XCOM. okay 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 so good for um, him a couple more was uh, mxgp3 <laughs> and then uh thomas was alone which thomas was alone is actually a pretty good game if you guys haven't mm-hmm. played it you you pay it you play a basically a box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the only easy gamer score game in here, so yeah, you grab it. Counter yeah. other boxes that do different things from the first box, but it yeah. is a good game. I, but no, I no, it quite a bit. no real. There are no dates other than those, other than PUBG. Um, but mm-hmm. those will all be coming. So, well, I think Supermarket Shriek isn't supposed to come out till March. Yeah. I don't think it's soon. So, so something the, to look forward to. Some yeah, in the future oh. titles. Thief of Thieves is out today. Yes. So that's and uh, on on the other hand, I believe Fallout Four gets removed uh, as yeah, of recording. Gone. It's November twelfth, right? So it gets removed yeah. within the next few hours. So by the time you hear this, it will not be on it Game will Pass be gone. any longer. Yes, that's the so one that's thing with a- Game Pass. If you start a really long game, it might not be there next time. So yeah, and they right. they've been doing that. A lot of really long games are on Game Pass that are not there for. On enough time, I'd say, with all the other... Well, at least not enough time for us who jump right. from game to game to game to game to game. Right. But they do offer a little discount, so I guess they give you enough warning to pick it up. True. That's true. At least they do do that. I mean, mm-hmm. it's better than having, you know, you know, all of a sudden the EA servers are gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they're down. Uh, get back on. Yeah, that's fine. Sounds like you have some experience with this. Need, need for oh. Speed Carbon can be gone still. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, in some late-breaking promotion point news, just to put it out there, before we hit record today, 
uh, General Tinstar, who hangs out in Discord with us, said he was working on his 800th completion, and he nice. hit his 800th completion with Secret of Monkey Island Special Edition. So congratulations, Tinstar, on your 800th completion. Yeah, congratulations. Yay, he was Tinstar. telling me he didn't want it to be a Neo Geo game, so I'm glad he found <laughs> <else>. <laughs> uh, he, I actually know him fairly well. He was a side note. He was the godfather to my daughters. Wow. I actually flew him oh, up here from Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> you know him fairly well. Yep. He's basically family. That's basically cool. family. <laughs> well, I think that's. Uh, do we have anything else to cover, guys? Mm, no, I think that's that's pretty much it. All right. Well, I'm going to thank everybody for listening to the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast. Uh, you can find us on our Discord channel, which I always forget how to say it. Does anybody else how to say it? Because I'm old, I forget. <laughs> uh, Sure, you can find us on our Discord channel. It's Discord. Dot... Is it is it dot is it dot me? It's it's dot me slash t a h one hundred one. So we can all be found on there. Uh, obviously, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Twitter. Um, I can be found anywhere under Mighty Mango on Twitter, Xbox Live, uh, pretty much anywhere. Um, I am not the naked Mighty Mango. That is the fruit drink from the Naked Company. <laughs> um, though I have been known to be naked from time to time, but that is not me. So if you find that one and try to tweet them, they will probably respond to you. That's the wrong right, mighty mango. So, uh, Sasha, do you have any way that people can get a hold of you other than on uh, TA? TA Xbox. I get TA most of the time. That's pretty much the way I go. I keep it to myself pretty much. Shockingly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I, I'm always I'm always on TA. I'm always on TA. You can always find me there. And L and M, yeah, you got anything else to uh, to say for people to reach you at? No, nope. is it the same as leave me? us alone? Nope. Okay, leave L alone. <laughs> L's old and grumpy. Um, All right. I, I'm just gonna throw one more time. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sasha, on our old person's version of the Achievement Hunting 101 podcast. It's a pleasure having you on here today. Thank you very much. I well, hope you join us again. Yeah, thank you very much. And uh, with that, I will uh, say adieu to this week's episode of the Achievement Hunting podcast. Thanks, everybody. Excelsior! Five, four, three, two, one, zero. A very sequential segment with Matriarch and Del Royal MJ. As the old adage goes, you win some Chivos and you lose some Chivos, but some Chivos will haunt the hell out of you. Yeah, that's actually not an old adage, but it should be. These are the achievements that you won't forget. Maybe you screwed them up somehow, or maybe the game simply screwed you. Whatever the case, our therapist said that we should just get this off our collective chest. So sit back as we talk about some achievements. Achievement ghosts that haunt us with our top five haunting achievements list. But first... Some puns and trees. A ghost walks into a bar and bartender asks, What do you have? And the ghost says, I am here for some booze. I don't even know if I want to be back. <laughs> oh, you're stuck now. Oh, damn. Well, if we're doing Halloween puns, I know we're a week late, but what do you get when you wah, what do you get when you divide a pumpkin circumference by its diameter? Tell us English teacher. I'm a, yeah, I'm not a math teacher, but you get pumpkin pie, of course. Pumpkin everything. Oh, oh, I recognize that voice. Is that our ex-host?
No, he's still current. Ah, true, true. Well, welcome back, X. I'm glad you were able to work out your labor disputes with the podcast and that your holdout is over. I, you guys have mentioned labor disputes, but I, I was just too busy with this G-Task tourney thingy to record. Can you imagine if that was like a real excuse for work? Like, oh, sorry, <laughs> boss, I needed to grind imaginary internet points and come, come <laughs> I couldn't come into work. <laughs> like, I need that job. That would be that would be rad. Was that your Elroy impression? <laughs> it sounded, you sounded like Maybe. you in down here. Maybe not. <laughs> no comment. But if y'all want me to talk about a nice possum and a coon, I can do that. Oh, oh man. Rocker, you hear All that? Right. <laughs> we're going to add on X. And, uh, yeah. So we're just going to jump right into honorable mention. Sounds good. For achievements that haunt us, I'm going to give this week's honorable mention to Valeo. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. Valeo? I'll say Valeo. From Threes. Do you guys know Threes? Uh, I know of it. Yes. It, it's one of those games you spend hours setting it up and you think everything's going just great and then it doesn't. That Yeah, that sounds about right. If you yep. know 2048, it's basically 2048 but with Threes instead mm-hmm. of Twos. Um, mm-hmm. So I consider myself pretty good at 2048 so threes came out and it was like one of the first uh, indie games so threes came out and i was all over it because how hard could it be right wrong <laughs> um it actually like you you need a decent level of skill to get very far in threes like you can do fairly well in 2048 like you don't even have to look <laughs> you just swipe left up left up left mm-hmm, up left mm-hmm. up and and you'll probably get to 2048 um, but you can't do that in threes because you actually you don't get your base of three. You have to create the base of three. You'll get one and two cards that are useless other than to make a three. And then you can combine them, the three into the six and the six into the 12 and so on. So you actually have to pay attention um, and it becomes a lot more difficult because your screen starts to fill up. But you have to make those bases, the base three. Otherwise, you can't do anything. Now, wait, I, sorry to interrupt you while you're going through yeah. your, your write up. But with threes also, because I haven't played it much. um it's not that all the tiles swipe to the left or right, right? They only move over one space? Or do they all move all the way over to the side when you make them go in that direction? Uh, I'm pretty sure it, it swipes all the way over just oh, okay. like 2048 would. But I also haven't played it in Oh, but you get those years. ones and twos that won't combine with anything. Cause, right, yeah, yeah. If yeah, you get okay. a one next to a three, it's useless. You can only combine the one and the two to make another three. Got it. Um, so you can have like a perfect run going... And then just luck of the draw, it, it doesn't even have to be your fault if you just get a one. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you get another one, it's game over because you can't do anything with it. Right, um, you, just, you just said draw. Draw. <laughs> I'm still working, on, still working on my Elroy impression. I heard it. My ears perked up. I heard it. <laughs> I guess I should. No, that wasn't even intentional. What can I say? Yeah. Um, but First it was the puns. Now it's his accent. I, I worry for you, X. I worry. I, you know, they say you, you start to become the people you spend time with. I'm becoming Elroy, y'all. <laughs> They'll call me X-Roy. X-Roy. Love that sounds guy. like X-Ray. Do you Southerners know what X-Rays are? <laughs> Is that too technologically advanced for you? <laughs> uh, anyway, I spent like a disgusting amount of hours and time of my life trying to get well, trying to get, like, a perfect run, but I couldn't even do that. I was just trying to get a decent run. Um, the Vallejo achievement is for combining threes to get up to a 61-44 card. But after hours and hours and days and years and not really years, but a long, 
long time of attempts. I could, I got one 768, which is basically an eighth of 6144, because you'll need eight 768 cards to get this Vallejo achievement. So I could barely get one, and this achievement needs me to get eight of them. I don't actually know how people even do that. So I, I gave up. I was like, just, I acknowledge that I'm wasting my time. I'm not doing anything productive. I'm just playing threes, so done. Uninstalled the game, moved on with my life. And then I checked on TA, because I saw, like, the ratio plummeted, and someone posted a solver. Like, someone actually developed the code and made a threes solver. And there are people in the comments, yeah, like, there's a will, there's a way, right? People in the comments were posting, like, oh, I got this on my second attempt, or it only took me four or five games, and I got the 6144. So, you know, I'm an achievement grinder. I, I re-downloaded the game right away, went into the solver, and it did not work at all. <laughs> Like, to the point that I couldn't even get past what I was doing naturally. I got a 768 again. Like, I couldn't even get the 1536. So I don't know how people were finishing it in four or five attempts. I couldn't... It did nothing for me. You you know, I, I'm so glad to hear you talk about this because <laughs> I, I downloaded this game and I was like, oh, I'll just give it a try. And I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was swiping this way, numbers appearing. I couldn't figure out any rhyme or reason to it. And... And I was like, well, this seems easy. Uh, I don't know how you lose. And I, I think I got up to like maybe 12 or something. And, and I was just like, okay, that ended really quickly. I have no idea what this is doing. And so then I, was, then I downloaded the, the solver and I got all the way. And man, my board looked just awesome, man. It was just like everything was lined up. And then within five turns, it was over. And I, was, I, I just felt empty inside because I had spent like hours getting up to that point And and I was like, uh, did I do something wrong? It, it, the solver, it didn't work. And and then I tried one more time, a similar experience, and I'm just like, okay, I'm done. It's over. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah um, Em, if you have not used the solver, it's not like it's a quick process either. It's not like... Oh, yeah, it takes forever to set up. Yeah, it, it takes like a solid, I don't know, five minutes just to initially set it up, and then every card that comes in in the game, you have to manually plug into the solver, and then it thinks for like 20 seconds in between moves. Wow. So it's not a fast game. It's it's a long haul just for the solver to not freaking work. Yeah, and you, then you're sitting there and you're you're swiping on your computer, your laptop in your lap, and you're looking at the screen. Sometimes you mix up the two and you're swiping on the wrong one, and then you're like, oh god, did that just cost me this because I you know, I moved a turn without verifying with my solver, and and then it looks like it's working out, and then oh no, five turns later, it's over. Yeah, yeah it, I it thought this was just downward. Making the list because of the haunting <laughs> memories of the snap feature that has long since perished. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, there are many, many haunting reasons for this one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm actually glad you said that because, like, the game's been out four years and only 65 people have actually unlocked it in four years. So, like, oh. Elroy, you, you shouldn't feel bad. I don't feel <laughs> bad. I don't feel inadequate. Um, you should feel inadequate since you can't play a multiplayer match in Gears of War, <laughs> but you should not feel inadequate for not being able to threes it up. Um, but for the just disgusting amount of hours I wasted trying to get this achievement, it definitely haunts me. And it, it really just annoys me whenever I think about it. Like, I'll check the solution from time to time to see if, like, there's a better solver, if anyone has, like, a new strategy. And there, there hasn't been anything in a couple years, no new development. So I think... I don't think it's it's going anywhere, and I don't think any more people are probably going to unlock it. Um, but even if I did unlock it, there's a kicker here. It would still continue to haunt me, because earning Vallejo along with the other two prerequisite achievements would make my gamer score end in a 7, which is 
just terrifying. Oh, man. So, Vallejo and Threes haunts me forever. Honorable mention. It'd be kind of cool if it made it end in a three, like, because, you know, the game and such. Hmm. But a seven? No. It's just against humanity. I don't know. I think... I think they all end at a nine. That's mm-hmm. the only numbers I'm coming up with off the top of my head. Nine times three would be 27. It's probably three 99-point achievements. <laughs> that sounds about right. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of realized uh, number five. So I realized last week that uh, I kind of did this list already with <laughs> things that haunt me, that stupid Gears of War. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't even know. I don't know Boot what happened Boot up there. the game. 75 points. Yeah, I should just pop. Oh, okay. Loser. Yeah, that, that, that sure happened. All right, so my my first one that haunts me is from Age of Empires, Castle Siege, UWP. Warlord is the achievement. And Okay, so this old Warlord achievement is for... Earning 2,000 crowns in multiplayer battles. It's worth 150 gamer score and has a 3.41 ratio, partly in because of me and the fact that I haven't earned it. And that's kind of why it's on this list. But th- this achievement is the only thing standing between me and a completion on this game. For those of you who have never played the game, basically you build up your units, the, you build up your castle, and the castles for defense... Uh, but you don't need that when you go attack the other castle setups of other users. So it's all about kind of setting it up so that you can go uh, raid other castles. Now, if you win, you earn crowns based on what their <laughs> score is. If they have a high score, you win some some crowns. If they have a low score, you get like one or two. Um, yeah, you kind of get the idea. Now, you mm-hmm. earn crowns for destroying either half of their crap or by destroying their castle. So they have all kinds of little, like, uh, farms and stuff like that, and if you just if you if they put their castle inside like these walls everywhere, and then they just put their farms all willy dilly on the outside, you can get up to fifty percent and and get the get the crowns for just you know killing half of their stuff. That's kind of the approach I've been I took right before I dropped this like a bad habit. Now, <laughs> it sounds pretty easy, right? Well, it is until it isn't. So the first obstacle you have here is just time. So it's one of those crappy time-based games where if you want to build anything, it costs resources and actual time. It, you click on it, and the countdown begins. But guess what? Mm-hmm. Over here, you can buy some performance enhancers, Ooh. Some, some gold. Those are you- not legit gains, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these performance enhancers do get the job done. Yeah, they, they make you go faster. Yeah, some of that gold, you, you, we want this gold, yeah, use your real-life money, speed things up. So, if not, that's cool, you can wait, so no, no rush here. So, who doesn't want to, you know, wait while Chivo hunting? Right, yeah, so... We all love that. Yeah, that's the best, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's, you take all your forces into battle, you're trying to get these crowns. If you screw up, get no crowns, you lose all your forces, no worries, just wait about... 15 minutes real time or spend some of your lunch money to try again. So why does this game haunt me? This achievement in particular. It haunts me because I'm angry with myself about it. I, I, I haven't forgiven myself. When you start the game, everything's awesome. It's like a, a wonderful new relationship. You go in, 
you attack someone and no. you <laughs> chances are you it's just like a relationship <laughs> you, you go in and uh like you'll it's random who you attack you don't get to choose who you attack and chances are you're gonna get some noob that probably spent five minutes on the game opened it up and was like i don't know what this is and then just like closed it and like left their their castle undefended with you know Usually the defenses include the castle that you need to kill, maybe a farm or two off to the side that they figure out how to build, and then one-fourth of a completed castle wall that is basically blocking the wind from hitting their castle. So you march right in, they left the door wide open, and you destroy the castle, you take your two crowns, and you keep it moving. So you do this for a while, and then you're supposed to move on to the next age where the difficulties increased, and you get better units or stronger, et cetera, et cetera. And, and whatnot, but it's, you know, the, the moving on is where the rest of the achievements reside. But I'm here to tell you, don't do it! Don't freaking do it! Don't do it! Do the opposite of Shia LaBeouf. Just, so I'm, I'm thinking just, of just doing it. Don't do it! Don't do it! <laughs> yesterday you said tomorrow. Well, I, today I say yesterday. I don't know that. So, yeah, don't, don't do it. Yeah, just don't. Uh, it's, that's all there is to it. Don't move on. So I wish I could go back in time and have a talk with myself on this on this day that I started it uh, when I decided to move forward. I remember it well. Uh, I started the game on a bus ride with many of the seniors in the school. Uh, we were taking a senior trip to Magic Springs in Arkansas. And so that's a terrible place. It's not fun. Uh, if like Some people think that Six Flags is a, a crappy version of a real amusement park. I kind of like Six Flags, but a lot of people think they're kind of crappy amusement parks. Well, Magic Springs could be likened to like a a crappier, crappy Six Flags. So if you have a crappy Six Flags and then you imagine it even crappier, you're getting close to Magic Springs. So, and then, oh, and then also they, they run like these school special days. So, like, everyone and their mama's there. It's just... It, well, everyone in their their, te- their teacher <laughs> chaperone, chaperone is there. So there's little kids running everywhere. There's teenagers running everywhere. There's just in it's like ten pounds of monkey spunk in a five pound bag. I mean, it's just it's not it's just over. I, I'm sure the fire marshals are on a lunch break that day. I don't know what's going on, but I. I, w- I would say that you don't get to ride anything, but you probably wouldn't get to ride anything anyway because on any given day, one of their six rides is probably closed, and then a second one will shut down before the day's over. Seriously, that's happened every time I've gone there. So, and then, oh, and then the food situation, don't even get me started with that. It's like the, they got the, they think their food's so great, they got the, everyone guarding it, you have to have a little wristband. I'm like, I don't even want to eat your food, and they, like, give you the, the shakedown before, when you're going through it because you can't take more than one hot dog or one, you know, patty and and it's just ridiculous anyhow wow yeah surprised the fire marshals haven't shut that place down (laughs) where was that yeah where were you going with that oh yeah okay 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 anyway so (laughs) i was dealing with this 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 situation going to magic springs so i needed some sweet achievement pops to soothe me you know to kind uh-huh. of like a warm blanket to wrap or something that i'm so familiar with wrap it around me and just kind of like rock side to side so i busted out my phone that was the only thing i had and i loaded this game up and just thought i'd give it a try so 
I kind of did a little bit of a search on TA, and I found some somebody on TA that said, some wise individual that said, hey, you probably should stay level one and just run over someone. And, and basically the process I just described to you. So you get your two crowns and do that a thousand times. And they're like, trust me, you should do this. You'll thank me later. I, I'm here to reiterate that, that, that voice. Anyhow, <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah, so I thought, well, maybe I can go back and delete my da- my save data, right? I can go back in time and, and recreate this magic. No, you can't do that. You They will not let you delete your save data. You cannot say, hey, I do not want to play your game. I do not want my castle on your server. I want it gone. I want. I don't want you to remember me. You, you just can't do it. They, it's not going to happen. I've tried everything. I've looked for it. I've explored every possible way to delete it. Nope, not a, mm-mm, not going to happen. So... Now I'm stuck somewhere around 30% done, and like getting these crowns is like so time-consuming when you're terrible at this game. Now, if I just killed noobs for a few hours on the front end, I would be long done with this game. But instead, it haunts me, literally daily. It, it haunts me daily because it's on my phone. So every time I unlock my phone, it's right there <laughs> staring at me. I can't delete the game because I never finished it. What if I'm gonna go back? I always think there's a chance. I'm going to go back and get that completion. But usually I just look at it. I get angry. And I guess I could move it off my main screen just so it won't depress me every time I look at it. Um, So actually, yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Yeah, good idea. So anyway, I hate this achievement. All right, well. But then it's going to be like lingering at the back of your mind. (laughs) Yeah, then I'll, I'll, I'll go deeper into my phone. I'm like, oh, I hadn't thought about this game in a while. And... Oh, it's the feelings come rushing back. All right. Excellent. Well, I will never start that game, so thank you for the heads up. Uh, X, you you too? Well, I feel like uh, as a teacher, you should be familiar with reverse psychology. So you told me no less than 14 times, (laughs) don't do it, don't do it. I think I'm going to do it. All right. We we can revisit this talk next year. Make sure you do it on a field trip, like uh, to the worst place on earth. Like, well, the worst place in Pennsylvania. I'll just go to New Jersey. That's the worst place on earth. Oh, wow. Oh, gonna. That was a sick burn to New Jersey. But uh, we'll we'll move on to number four. Uh, And on this week's list, I'm going to highlight the short and sweet achievement from Boggle. Uh, but before I share why it does haunt me, so I'm going to take a step back and complain a little bit about the cloud, which I think kind of maybe some of your issue with uh, Age of Empires is is kind of related, Elroy. <laughs> but before I do that, I do need to take another step back and talk about how generally the cloud is awesome and it's super duper awesome. And it's great to be able to go to anyone else's Xbox and <laughs> usually have safety to there waiting for you as if it was saying, don't worry, I could never be without you because really in some way your cloud data can't. So that's great. But cloud-based data can suck sometimes. It's probably safe to say that we've all experienced that time where access to cloud data is down. And guess what? We can't play anything, which sucks. Mm -hmm. And if that alone had happened with Boggle, (laughs) me, the cloud, Boggle, we'd all still be cool with each other. But no, 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 no. Boggle took a much more targeted approach. (laughs) Now, see, there was this month some time ago that L had a boggle achievement that involved multiplayer because there are a couple multiplayer achievements in the game. And of course, given that I'm a decent human being, I helped out. And while doing so, I made some progress toward the various spell X number of Y letter achievements. So sometime after helping L out, I had a very rare, lazy, stay-at-home Saturday. And I decided, eh, 
what the hell? I'm just going to listen to podcasts today and I'm going to grind out some achievements. And Boggle was a good choice because you don't need to pay a whole lot of attention. So this went along swimmingly until suddenly, on one loadout of the game board, the tiles went weird. They were semi-transparent, as if a layer of other, more demonly tiles had always existed just beneath the surface. And while I was confused at what the, why the game was doing this... I was making haunting noises there. Thank you, thank you. It helped bring it in. Um, But I I was confused as why the game was doing this. I was spelling six, you know, S-I-X, and instead it was telling me I was spelling sick, S-I-K, which I definitely wasn't doing. But I soldiered on. And after getting through the strangest two-minute game of Boggle ever, I quit. Because clearly something was up and it it had been running most of the day, so I did what most people do when you get that kind of issue. I unplugged it and plugged it back in. Now, keep in mind that there is little that is short and sweet about the short and sweet achievement. In order to unlock it, one has to spell 3,000 three-letter words. Ooh, yeah. That, that makes me sick with, a, with an X. <laughs> Wait, nice. with that X? Because he's okay. <laughs> um, now, there are ways to make the achievement easier, such as activating the word list. So you see all the words that are act that are uh, you can spell in the game, and you just have to go down down the list. Uh, but you still do have to manually put them in. And there are also some weird design c- decisions, like making the D-pad not work, which is very counterintuitive when playing Boggle. That are questionable and frustrating, but just keep at it and everything should work. Except when your cloud data decides to ghost on you and it sets you back over 40% of your progress. Yep. After the demon tiles took over my normal tiles and prompted me to quit, the cloud data synced back up and took with it over 1,200 words of progress. 1,200 words! Now this happened back in April of this year and I've slowly been working my way back. But that achievement should be long done already, and it haunts me to this day that it still remains a locked achievement on my tag. Wow. Yeah, so watch out with your... It it boggles your mind, yeah? It really does. I was going to use that as a transition, (laughs) but I was like, I'm not going to go there. (laughs) Stealing our thunder there, Elroy. I know. Uh, I I didn't see it. It's it's okay. It's um, Uh, all right. Wah, wah. Wompity womp, 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 womp. Yeah. All right. So my next one, I'm not going to call it number three, but I'm going to call it my number top three. pick. No, no, no. My <laughs> top pick. Oh, okay. I thought that was Whatever. your cue. I thought that was your cue for me to say it. Call it. No, no, no. Three. Numbers hey, are just an imaginary over. concept. Numbers don't matter. I'm just going to sit back pick. and I'm just going to keep talking and you're not going to. Wait, it's a sequential segment. X, the numbers are everything. They're all that matters. What, what about our sequence? Can, can sequentially skip over three. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your top pick, X? Number three. How about... <laughs> how about the imaginary... Um, or what is it? I'm, since I'm a math teacher now, the absolute value of three. So it's negative three? Just, I hope they superimpose crickets here because Elrin <laughs> and I have no idea. <laughs> All right, whatever. I think what you're trying to say is number three. <laughs> All right, fine. Fine, you win. Number three. Uh, my top pick, I'm saying it, goes to the hardcore achievement in Killer Instinct, which is for defeating Gargos in Shadow Lords mode on godlike difficulty. Ooh. I don't know if you guys or our listeners, I don't know if you know, um, but I'm actually like really good at fighting games at the risk hmm. of sounding like a braggart. Like, I am no slouch no, it's okay. at fighting games. Brag away. 
All right, bragging away. I am number one in Pennsylvania, number seven in the U.S., and wow. 39 in the world for gamer score and fighting games. Wow. Um, That's... Some of which admittedly yeah. comes from the crappy Neo Geo ones, but I was <laughs> very decently ranked prior to the Neo Geo. So, like, fighting games are my thing. I'd consider them my favorite genre. Um, like, one of my proudest achievements, if we ever do that list, is earning the 11.45 ratio world's finest in the original Injustice, which is for getting three stars in all the Star Lab missions, which is like, <laughs> it's the combat trials, basically, with each character. They're, they're not easy. That took me a stupid amount of hours, um, and only 599 gamers on TA have it. So... Wow. Well, sidebar, uh, world's <laughs> finest chocolate. That's it. Tastes terrible. They use it as, fi- as like, like fundraisers, fundraisers in all the schools, yes. and it's like they, it's they like the worst chocolate. Here, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, back when I even used to eat that crappy chocolate, I didn't even recognize back then it was crappy chocolate. But anyway, yeah, just I'd throw that in there. For what it's worth, all my students are selling it right now, and they all oh, come ter- to me because terrible. they know I'll buy one. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. no. Yeah, I just I buy one and just hand it to my favorite student in the room. Yeah. yeah, I usually just give money and say give it to you know give the candy bar to someone else. Yeah, they got a racket going. Man. That's they do, they do. That's not a bad idea. World's finest ripper. Huh. But hey, right, talk anyway. about your top pick. Eh? Yeah, my my top pick. Thanks. <laughs> Number um, three. God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> five hundred ninety nine gamers on TA unlocked uh, world's finest. I'm one of them, so I think. I'm pretty darn good at fighting games. Hmm. Beating Gargos on Godlike, though, 265 people have done it, and I literally can't even. Like, one, three, five, <laughs> seven, nine, man. I can not even fathom how anybody did that. Like, ugh, getting worked up over here. I've played through Shadow Lords so many times using my best characters, made it to the fight, just got completely shrecked. So I made it with a few more different characters that I'm okay with. Use some strategies and characters suggested. There's like nine solutions for it. Still got completely shrecked. Use the best consumables, equips in the game. I, I can't beat him. I don't know what to do. Like, I get into the fight, and usually within 30 seconds, I'm just destroyed. His AI is super cheap. What's that? You're doing a high attack? Let me com- combo break that. Like, you're going to do a low attack mixed with medium? Let me combo break that. Shadow attack unblockable? Let me shadow counter that and then proceed to destroy your soul, both in-game and in real life. You're a dinosaur that breathes fire? Let me just block your fire with my arm and summon a demon to poke you in the ass for 25% of your life. It's awful. I hate this achievement. I, ah, I have no idea how people have managed to do this i get into the fight i last four seconds and i just throw my controller and yell like i can't kill anything and then i come back to it like a week later and i try again and then the process repeats itself Hmm. (sighs) take a deep breath x gonna be okay um killer instinct is true story it's literally the number one reason i got an xbox one on launch day i stood in the cold at midnight and I wanted it for Killer Instinct. I played the games growing up. I loved them. Uh, it's the first real game I put any time to on Xbox One. And I actually purchased every single DLC for it just because I love the game and I want to support the devs. But this damn achievement can go fun itself. <laughs> sorry. Sorry for the F-bomb. Oh, my gosh. Woo. Oh, hey, my gosh. I'm so sorry. over there. Wow. Um, I know we were trying to clean up business. after last week's ugh, recap, so I, I apologize for that <laughs> F-bomb. My deepest condolences. But uh, anyway, as much as I love Killer Instinct, it 
this achievement has made me stop playing the game. I cannot, like you looking at it on your home screen, I load up Killer Instinct and I'm like, should I have some fun? I could totally have some fun. Or I can try killing Gargos on godlike difficulty and then just my urge to kill rises and I don't have a good time. So I just can't bring myself to get back into this game because I know that achievement is going to be hovering over my head forever. I've spent way too many hours on that one achievement. I have absolutely nothing to show for it <laughs> other than eternal sadness and just misery and woe and frustration. And with that, much like the classic Stabbing Westward song, this achievement is haunting me. Oh my goodness, he said the F word two more times, Elroy. Did you hear that? Yeah, it's only about <sighs> ten times less than you. I was really worked up last week. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking pretty good with my one accident, my one drop so far, but why, why didn't you just uh, download the solver that someone uploaded about the? <laughs> Let me just download the how to <laughs> the Gargo solver. There's probably something for it. <laughs> yeah, just punch in uh, what he's about to do, and yeah. You know. There we okay. go. Yeah. Number two, Elroy's top pick. <laughs> <laughs> Broderlands, not to be confused with Broderlands Two or Broderlands Prequel, Sequel, Requel, Nyquil. Now, it is the achievement called Vincible. Crap battle. Crap okay battle. You all right? Do you have crabs? Crap battle. The year was 2013. I was going through what I call my completionist phase, not to be confused with the puberty I hit a few weeks ago. So, for whatever reason... <laughs> I chose Borderlands to be my next game. I had no idea what I was doing. So I was more patient back then. I I, I, I could handle Borderlands, and I did all the grindy things that one must do in order to get a completion on Borderlands. Then I discovered all of its DLC. I was unfamiliar with DLC. It was a new concept for me. So I committed to finishing that as well. Zombie Island of Dr. Ned? Check. Mad Moxie's Under Dome Riot? Check. Clap traps. That's, yeah, that's new. the worst DLC ever. Not to interrupt. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is my bar. first experience with DLC. I was like, geez, oh. there's still more oh. to do here. I, I'm more achievements. I guess I have to do these now. Clap traps. New robot revolution. Check. I plowed through all of those, and then there was the old secret armory of General Knox. <laughs> got, I got all the way to the end, and then much like him, I just choked. That was me, uh, actually. That wasn't me. <laughs> Dang. I had a 50-50 shot. <laughs> all right. So I uh, I got all the achievements, but two. One is called Completionist for finishing all the missions. And one is called Vincible for crap battle. I don't they know sell shampoo for that, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> it's also known as Killing Crawler Max the Invincible. So, are y'all familiar with this achievement at all? Yes, I, I actually uh, yeah. adore Borderlands. And uh, Borderlands, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure that if this is still haunting you because you don't have it, one or both of us could help fix that issue. We can uh, ghost bust. I probably Ooh. have like my modded weapon still. Yeah, just go same. Destroy him in one bullet. Oh man. Well. Okay, well let's 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 stick back to time here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, let's go back to why this yeah, is okay, your topic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we'll have a really riveting uh, update next week. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So at this point in the game, I thought I was the invincible one. Not you, Mr. Crab. I had grinded out so many hours. I had all the gear. I had max everything. And nothing, and I mean nothing, could have prepared me for crap battle. Actually, that is a lie. I got to quit doing that. That There was one thing. I quickly realized in my fight with Crawler Max that it wasn't going to end well. <laughs> it just was not going well at all. And that I was obviously missing something. What was I missing? I had no idea. So back in those days, I didn't know what the hell TA was or XboxAchievements.com. I don't even know if they were around back then. I didn't know anything like that. So my search revealed a few YouTube videos, and both of them showed me some little safe spot off to the side where you can't get hit. Ooh. Easy peasy so far. So now I, I, I pull it up. I run over there. I survive. I survived the first onslaught of slugs, things out of the ground or whatever they were. And I'm safe. He can't hit me. All right. So let's do this. Now, next step. Pull out your volley rocket launcher that you got for killing some boss way back when. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I kind of sold that. Um, yeah, it, I, I sold it for some reason. It was gone. Um, yeah, so don't got one of those, and there's only one in the game. So after much research, again, uh, back in those days, I was a very uh, uh, inadequate in finding solutions. But I found that there is a chance of that boss dropping it again. All you have to do is go back, defeat him again, and there's a chance that uh, yeah, maybe he'll drop it again. So, completionist Elroy was on the job. This will be no problem. Until it was. So, after killing that stupid thing about 15 to 20 times, I decided, and it's not like you can just load him right up. you got to work through the whole stage, go get him, and then once he's dead, you got to load it up, go through the whole stage, go kill him again. I cannot believe that I sat there and did that that many times. And so I decided the person was incorrect in their assessment of restoring a lost volley rocket launcher. So I cannot say with 100% certainty, but I am fairly certain that Crap Battle was the undoing of this stage of my gaming career. I was defeated in the years that followed. This damn crustacean just grew in lore in my mind. I have often thought about going back and giving it another try with some new strategies that I found online on, on TA and whatnot. But Carmax is kind of like the boogeyman for me. If you take a shot at the devil, you better not miss. So thus, he would just kind of live on as one of the, one, the one that got away. The, the death of completionist Elroy. Uber Crab, Carmax will always help, will always haunt me. So y'all kind of offered already to... Help me face my fears, but I don't know. Crap battle of asking y'all to do that for me would be shellfish of me. Wow. Well, you know, I got to say, that was a very <laughs> crabtivating speech. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Um, that was an interesting choice there, Elroy. It's interesting because it put you down a whole other path. Of, it did. Of it did. How you uh, engage it, with it, it achievement was, hunting. It was a fork in the road. It, it defeated me at, at a very deep level. There was nothing I could do. I, I felt so helpless. Wow. All right. Well, um, yep. I don't know if, if we should help with that because it might, like, recorrect you. <laughs> no, just and then go you'll do things like Completionist Elroy's back. <laughs> Xbox Live Arcade games worth 200 gamer score. Uh, let's Ooh. not get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> 
moving on to number one, which M's is top my pick. top pick and the top pick of the list. Number one. <laughs> so, are either of you familiar with Action Hank? I, I know what it is. I've not played it. I assume it's very similar to Hank Hill, the video game, though. If only I could read my entire <laughs> script in that voice. <laughs> but no, I'm not that skilled, uh, nor am I that able to mumble, apparently. But my number one choice is Action Hank for pretty much every achievement in the game beyond the ones I managed to get. So, you know what haunts me? When there's something I am 99% sure that I can do, but that 1% pops up and goes, ha, 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 no, no, you can't. Go back to your not being able to do that thing, you loser. So this problem further becomes that I can be, it, it becomes worse because I can be exceptionally stubborn over stupid things. No, I will never be stubborn about the fact that I probably shouldn't eat that last cookie. And I will never be stubborn <laughs> about the fact that I probably should drag myself out of bed early to get to the gym instead of just you know, sleeping. But I will be very, very, very stubborn about attempting to complete those things in games that I'm 99% sure I should be able to complete. And to give myself a tiny bit of credit, so I'm going to take a little bit of the braggart out of X and borrow it myself. Um, <laughs> Please do. Thank you. I'm usually pretty good at gauging this. So it took me many, many tries to finish Expert Guitar and Rock Band, but I, I knew I could do it and I figured out a way to. But on the other hand, I never beat Expert on drums and because I am only a fake plastic instrument mus musician, unlike our real musician here. And I knew when thank I you, hit... Thank you, thank the... <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that X was like two seconds behind that. Right. <laughs> uh, but I knew when I had hit the proverbial wall and I let it go. So two of my favorite bang my head against the wall until I figured out um, the fact that it's now way past my bedtime be damned games are ever are Joe Danger and its sequel Joe Danger the movie. Both Xbox Live Arcade games worth 200 gamer score, so I'm not even going to ask. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, though you, <laughs> though you do play both games entirely on vehicles of some sort, they are both platformers not... <laughs> wait wait a vehicle 200 game oh man you're just really selling this one <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's a platformer and i love this style of platformer they managed to present a situation where you can complete them in an imperfect way so you don't necessarily get 100 percent, but you can do it but if you're persistent and you want to challenge yourself there are ways to complete the game's tasks perfectly and this works in joe danger because the controls do exactly what you expect them to do when you expect them to do them so now enter Action Hank. <laughs> On the surface, this game looks like it should be very similar to Joe Danger. There are no vehicles, as Hank decides to run on his tracks and gather speed by sliding down on his butt. But the idea is the same. Excited by the idea of a Joe Danger-like game, I just jumped right in. And honestly, at first, I enjoyed the game quite a bit. But then I hit the wall, both proverbially... Proverbially... Proverbi <sighs> proverbially... Proverbially. And literally, <laughs> as the tracks in action, action Hank in the City, which is the last area I got up to, feature some almost completely vertical ascents and other design horrors that, at least to my many attempts, appear to be physically impossible. And by physically impossible, I mean the physics of the game. 
In fact, that's at the core of the problem. The game's physics seem rather inconsistent, so every time I thought I was getting it, I'd just fail it again and again. As if this inability to progress wasn't bad enough, the game also has one of those awful leaderboard achievements. So that means even if I ever do get good enough or lucky enough to overcome the obstacles in front of me, I will never likely be good enough to hit the top 1% of any leaderboard. So for the reasons mentioned above and the fact that I'll just never be able to have mastery over action Hank, even though it's a game I really want to and think I should be able to, this game will continue to light, haunt my tag likely for the rest of time. Hmm. Yeah, it's wow. hard. I mean, I only have six of the game's achievements for 200 gamer score. Oh, look, 200. 200 gamer score? (laughs) (laughs) But it's worth 400 TA. So even my my very, very little progress in there, it's it's got quite a ratio. It's it's not easy, but it it looks like it should be doable. And it's just, oh, it's not. Hmm. Well, uh, I can just fire it up and help you get it in like two seconds. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, just as a reminder, if you forgot to set your clocks back, and you probably have noticed by now that you're late to everything and your job may be in jeopardy, but regardless, don't forget to do it. Also, as a reminder, we all we like to hear from you, and we like to hear that you like the segment, or maybe that you just don't dislike it. Whatever the case, use the interwebs. You guys. We, we forgot the educational portion. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. Um, oh. All right. All right. We, we got you this got, real quick. Um, okay. All right. All right. We're good. So, in case you don't know what the interwebs are, according to Web Authority Urban Dictionary, the interwebs... Oh, yes. Totally. The, the utmost force. Uh, force? The heck? The utmost authority. Where did force come from? <laughs> according to Urban Dictionary... The interwebs are the interconnected webworks of webworks. The place you go when you click on the big blue E on your screen, if you're like 100. Sometimes when you're there, (laughs) naked pictures come up or balloons telling you that you're a winner. Other times you get a strange error and your computer turns off. And other times yet, you find out that you're the long lost descendant of a Nigerian prince who wants to leave you his entire inheritance. (laughs) Oh, wait, you too. Uh Uh-oh. Are we related, Em? I I, I guess so. How about you, Elroy? Um, I, I just get the translators. Oh, okay. Ah, well, that's no fun. Well, well, nice to meet you, cousin. Same, same. Uh, while I was on Urban Dictionary, I tried looking up your humble, very sequential segment hosts. Um, I was ultimately very disappointed. Matriarch had literally no results. I could get Matriarch, but that, of course, is not your name. Yes. X Foo. is, Foo, unsurprisingly... Foo. <laughs> unsurprisingly, X is just an executable file, and... Yeah. Elroy is V-Town slang for the police, wherever V-Town is. The popo man. <laughs> so, with that, <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. So, as always, you can get in touch with any of us through all the regular avenues. Matriarch without the I. Foof. At just about anywhere. Elroy. OMJ. At just about anywhere. And X the Hero at just about anywhere. Or you can find X's music on SoundCloud if you search Window of Opportunity. Woohoo! So, with that, let our countdown to the... Wait, I can't say the line, because it's not my line to say. Elroy, would you like to close us out? Oh, yeah, that's... uh, Top three synonyms for crabs. Number three, pubis. Number two, pubic lice. Number one, pediculosis. And with that, let the 
countdown to our next segment begin now. Well, all right. <laughs> Welcome to Wakapale's Quickie of the Week, Lovely Planet. Lovely Planet is a fast-paced first-person shooter platformer where a majority of its increasingly difficult levels can be completed in around 30 seconds. Don't let the, the cute graphics and upbeat music fool you. This game is super challenging and is a very difficult completion. I do not recommend Lovely Planet for those struggling with first-person sh shooters or first-person platforming. The game currently has 1000 gamer score and 3050 TA, which would be way higher if it wasn't for the fact that you can play through every single level in the game without earning a single achievement. And the earliest achievements are unusually far into the game. If you just want to try it out, there is very little risk that you will earn an achievement before you have decided whether you like Lovely Planet or not. The entire game is technically completable in a couple of hours, but that is not going to happen unless you are a gaming god. The fastest score is tied to the game's secrets. One of them requires you to get 3 stars in the game's first 20 levels, which is very easy compared to the later levels. One star is awarded for completing a level, one star is awarded for completing a level with 100% accuracy, and one star is awarded for completing the level under the par time. You do not have to earn them in the same run, uh, just replay the level and go for the star you are missing. Once you've 3 star the first 20 levels, find a secret guide and uh, pick them up as you go or keep playing until you reach level 513, and then level select your way to get all the secrets. Do not go for the 3 stars in every level unless you don't mind taking your time. Unless the game proves too difficult for you, you should be able to get 600 gamer score worth 1700 TA in less than 4 hours. I can't think of any other game where apples are the worst thing you face. Seriously, the apples truly suck. <laughs> 